Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of the TicketingPodcast.com, where ticketing experts reveal their secrets and share their insights. My name is Carl-Erik Moberg, and my guest today is Samuel Boyd, Ticketing Manager at England Netball. Listen in, this is a super cool episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode of TicketingPodcast.com. My name is Carl-Erik Moberg, and I'm the host of this podcast. Today's guest is Samuel Boyden, Ticketing Manager at England Netball. It's a pleasure to have you as our guest, Samuel. Thanks for having me on. So, for the listeners who came directly to this bonus episode, can you please give us a short insight into your background from when you started with ticketing and up to until today? Yeah, sure, no problem. So, I, I started out of the Bradford Bulls Rugby League Club in Yorkshire 2012, maybe, something like that, uh, where I was ticketing supervisor. Um, then I moved on from there to Lancashire Cricket and Emirates Old Trafford, um, where I was there for maybe four, four and a half years, to then moving on to where I am now at England Netball as, as ticketing manager. Great. So, what made you uh, seek a career within ticketing? I think like most people, you don't you don't want to have a career in ticketing when you when you initially start anywhere, but you you end up um, doing that through customer service or whatever, and, and that's exactly how I did. Um, but as soon as I, I got into it, I kind of fell in love with the in depth analysis and, and the wormhole spreadsheets that that comes within within the ticketing industry, and and just knowing knowing where where that is, um, that's what I love doing, and and I've just been passionate about it ever since, really. I mean, today you're you're at England Netball, um, and you're responsible for their ticket sales, right? And 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 how difficult is it to get hold of a ticket? Um, recently, you know, we've been in a really good place at England Netball where we've been selling out our events. Um, so if you don't get in in the first week or so, you, you may struggle getting tickets. However, you know, we have a, a massive membership base which get a, a priority and, and a discount, and that is that is the best way um, to get your tickets because you'll get early access, you'll get cheap discounts and it is, it is really easy to get in. Nice. So, so for me, if I were to visit uh, England, right, we're sitting in Norway coming to, so what would you recommend me to do? Sign up uh, online from on your homepage and then look yeah. for offers. Yeah. Go to the netball site, sign up as a, as a supporter. Um, it's, it's not that expensive. You get nice little bonus, bonus little discounts from our, our online shop through our kit provider and, and all different bits and bits and bats, which also include, um, ticket and discount and an exclusive, um, access as well. So that is the easiest and best way to, to get hold of your ticket if you don't want to wait around. Great. So, um, and, and is there any particular place you recommend? Uh, to go to, I mean, we we talked about the uh, the copper box, right? Uh, previously, yeah. Any other places where where you really recommend to 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 go to a, to a match? Manchester always put on a great show. Um, the the Manchester from the domestic team up there are superb. But you know, we have loads of teams across across the country. Be that in the Midlands, down in London, with a couple of teams in London with Surrey and, and Saracens, and then we have you know the Rhinos up in Leeds. They all put on a really, really great show. Um, and wherever you are in the country, you will find a team. You know, be that even in Wales or Scotland, we have a couple of teams in, in Wales and Scotland that, that put on a superb show. And you will always enjoy your netball wherever you, wherever you watch it, be that domestically or internationally. Sounds great. And who's the audience? Primarily, it's, it's female between 16 and 34. However, that is that is that is changing. And, and you know, we, we are pushing that boundary out to 
to the old, older age bracket and also the you know the men's sport is 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 on the rise as well and, and we get we get a lot of men coming and bring their young daughters but then come back because they they really enjoy it themselves great and and i mean um obviously i don't check those uh <laughs> those like target groups right i'm a little yeah. bit uh, older um turning 40 next year and 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 i'm not a female but um how how do what do I do when I when I come? Uh, how should I consider netball, and and why should I uh, bring? I have two daughters, two lovely daughters. Why should I bring them to netball game? Yeah, I mean the netball, it's fast, it's non-stop action from the first minute. You know, from that first centre pass, um, it's it is a non-contact sport, but it is a contest sport. So you don't, you know, it's not just at arm's length. You do get the you know the odd badges here and there, and it, it is it is lively. It is. You know, it's all action. It's non-stop for for the the four fifteen-minute quarters that we play. It is non-stop from the, the start to the finish, and you will never be bored. Good. That's a good. That's a good. Good. Good plan. Good plan for sure. And uh, moving a little bit over to the the I mean the the ticketing side of things. Uh, I mean, you get to work with some amazing events. Can you take us through a little bit? What kind of events have you worked on uh, besides netball? Yes, I you know previously obviously at, at Lancashire Cricket and doing doing lots of um, lots of different stuff there with, with concerts as well, but then also with the consultancy work that I've done for for the Commonwealth Games um, at Birmingham last year um, and the Rugby League World Cup and also a little bit of the hundred for for the cricket and you know being being in them as gives me some great experiences that I can bring back to England netball and 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 beyond really. Uh, I mean, these are amazing events, and and uh, I mean, the audience. I'm sure they they would love to participate. And one way to go to all these events is to choose a career in ticketing. And um, so, um, if if the audience wants to pursue a career in ticketing, how do you recommend them to approach it? I think if you want to do, go into where I didn't, and I you know I I went into the sports industry, just go down to your local professional semi-professional team and say. Can I lend a hand? I'm interested. I want to get involved. I want to help. I want to, you know, learn a little bit more about the business and maybe not just think about ticketing, think outside the box. You know, can can I go into marketing? Where am I? You know, am I more operationally? Um, but just get yourself down to your local club and, and just say, I want to offer a hand. Where can I help? Great. And um, you mentioned uh, uh, a little bit when, when we discussed your career, right? You, you've been... Um, at the Emirates, Old Trafford, uh, at Lancashire uh, Cricket Club for uh, almost five years uh, before you started at England Netball. That must have been a great experience, by the way, and we can talk a lot about that. But what's your like fondest memories from those five years or four, almost five years? I think it, it has to be you know, the year of 2019 as a whole. Uh, we had a home World Cup, 50-over World Cup that, that we won. Um, which I was part of, and I was—I had the pleasure of being invited to down to the final to work it and also watch. And also, we had a home Ashes Test match um, from from that year, of which we, again we had a great day as England. But I think while we're talking about, it, I don't think I can really can't pass up the opportunity really to mention 2017, which was the first year that I kind of really started at Langston and when we held the One Love concert after the the bombing of um, the Manchester Arena for the Ariana Grande concert and. Seeing Manchester come together in inside, you know, seven eight days and, and putting on a concert to that scale was was absolutely unbelievable. And to be such a small and to be part of that um, was just a, an experience that I'll I'll never ever forget. Well, that's a lifetime experience for sure. 
I mean, uh, it's incredible. And I mean, these events uh, that you you did when when you were at, uh, with Lancashire, there must have been some really uh, so super sold out <laughs> events, right? Uh, and yeah. matches and, and concerts. What's the craziest attempt uh, to get hold of tickets uh, you have experienced? It's a good question. I think again, I'd have to go back to 2019. Um, and the Cricket World Cup, um, where we had the pleasure, I think, of hosting the India versus Pakistan match, which, if you're not cricket lovers, you won't, you won't know, but cricket in India and Pakistan is the sport. It is the biggest sport. And we had thousands and thousands of spa- fans just turn up without a ticket. And, you know, we had them coming come to the ticket office just offering us cash just to let them into the ground, round the, round the side, just let, let me in the gate. And it's like, you know, it doesn't quite work like that. Like, you've got to actually have a ticket. Oh, We'll come back in five minutes see if you've got any. No, we, we won't have any. I can I can assure you we won't. But yeah, that's kind of got to be one of the one of the better stories that that I tell. Amazing. So you had thousands of uh, of cricket fans outside with a lot of money wanting to yeah. get it. We even had one. We had one guy turn up on a white horse wearing a white coat putting on a show. It was it's something that I have never never experienced or seen in my life. But it was unbelievable. Did you say white horse? Yeah, he came. He came riding a white horse. He had he had a white white coat on, long coat all the way down the back of the horse, and it was yeah, it was a sight to be seen. I'll I'll say that much. <laughs> That's great. Okay, if, if listeners want a picture of that, yeah, they can can reach out to you, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, so back again to the typical cricket fan. Uh, I guess the typical is not not the, uh, a person on a white horse. I guess it's a little bit more uh, refined than that. Tell us about that. Uh, like, what's the stereotype of a cricket fan? Yeah, I, I think probably since I've left it, it may have changed slightly with, with the with the uh, adoption of of the hundred and women's cricket. But but generally, you know, cricket is for anyone between the ages of sixteen and seventy, depending on the format of cricket that is being played. Um, you know, the four day county game is is probably a little bit more of the older age bracket. But then you get to the hundred and the T twenties, where you're looking at groups of lads and girls that, that just come in who are between 16 and, and 25 and just want to have have a good night have a few beers and and just have a, have a good time so it's a very wide range um i would say you a cricket fan yourself yeah massively it's probably the my my main sport i would say um it i play it i train i play every week i've played since i was six so it is it is my sport that i that i have a passionate about really Sounds great. And then working in Lancashire probably wasn't a bad way and place to be. It was nearly the dream job. Uh, but being from uh, being from Yorkshire, it was um, I had to just keep it quiet for a few weeks because there's a little bit of a rivalry there. Got it. Got it. Okay, we won't go deeper into that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Samuel. Um, great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It's been, been a pleasure to join you again. So you've been listening to the ticketingpodcast.com, where today's guest has been Samuel Boyden, ticketing manager at England Netball. There's two versions of this podcast. It's the one you've just been listening to. This is the bonus episode. And there's also the full version. If you would like to hear more from Samuel, you should check that out as well. And I really recommend to do so because that was a great episode. You'll find it at the very same platform where you found this one. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, TicketCo, for powering the ticketingpodcast.com. Until next time, see you.